Give me something. Good morning, punters, and welcome to another episode of Give Me Something. It's the sports bet podcast where we go around the world and try to find you a little bit of value, a bit of wild and wacky stuff. And speaking of wild and wacky, we've got a fantastic crew for you this morning. Felix Van Hoff, Georgie Parker, and Slug, how are we, crew? Who wants to go? Oh, jeez, Georgie. Well, I'll, I'll take it off. Well, I didn't really want to speak at the moment because I know exactly what's coming for me after I've hyped up my uh, guest and, and the fact that I am a reliable person five out of seven days of the week. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys touch that well, we might We might jump in there. So the, the whole Give Me Something audience has been waiting with bated breath for this guest, Felix. I know, Georgie, you've been let down. Slug, you were let down the other day as well. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you've delivered today, Felix. Yeah, well, un- unfortunately, I won't be able to uh, deliver today. And look, once again, I-, I will always own up. If something is my fault, you guys know me, I will own up. First one to own up. Look, my bad boy. But this is in no way my fault. He's pulled out. He says he'll be here tomorrow. But he's pulled out this morning saying he's got something on. So this is in no way can be blamed as my fault. And I understand I've done it three days in a row, but still, it has not been my fault for three <laughs> days in a row. Well, I, I don't know if I can speak for you, Georgie and Slug, but uh, I had this at about a dollar ten, um, and I had no confidence in you at, at all, Felix. So I've just gone away and uh, picked up a little special guest of uh, my own uh, for uh, for the whole crew to enjoy and the audience to enjoy. Uh, so it's my uh, honour, I guess, to introduce our first or our second guest, I guess, on Give Me Something. He's a two-time Com Games medalist and Australian Olympic diver. Grant Nell, welcome. Good morning, everyone. How are you going? Yeah. Thanks for having me. Woo. Yeah, crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can that, no, thank you. Davo, though, so that's all right. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Uh, no, thank you for joining us, mate. And uh, straight off the bat, we can see on that uh, left bicep is a fantastic tattoo, the Olympic yeah. rings. So, uh, see, that's Georgie, bullshit, your, your you... comments straight off the top. We've now got another no. Olympian on this podcast. You... And, uh, well... <laughs> Do we need you anymore is the real question. You call his tattoo fantastic, but you call mine, which is about a quarter of the size, you say that I'm a flop. Yeah, because you this mentioned it. Yours might be on your lower back though, isn't it, Georgie? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that is the difference. Size does matter. And uh, Grant's gone out and uh, put the full, almost the full size Olympic rings that you see on the flag uh, compared big, to your big, little The posts. bigger the better. Well, the biceps it's are pretty big, so... It's actually illegal not to go to the Olympics and to, to go to the Olympics and not get a tattoo. It's actually well. The whole point of the tattoo, that, so. Georgie, is that if you wear the tattoo, you don't have to audibly remind them every single day that you've oh, been to the Olympics. Yeah. So <laughs> you guys bring like, up like, that I've like gone vegans. to the Olympics more oh, than there we I go. Quote ever Georgie say Parker, it. I have gone to the Olympics. Is that a world George, record? Or two? We're, we're, George, we're have you been to the Olympics? Olympics. Yeah, I actually have. See, oh. Slug doesn't even know. Breaking news here on the Give Me Something podcast Thursday. Georgie's been to the Olympics. Georgie, I've gone to HR. Well, speaking of the Olympics, Grant, you uh, you were supposed to be heading over to Tokyo pretty soon. Obviously, all that's been kiboshed. Uh, you were going to go as a mentor, I believe, with the Australian team. What's the vibe like around uh, all the Olympic teams in Australia? Yeah, look, I'm sure. Uh, well, I'm, I, I know all the athletes are very disappointed when it first came out. You know what what was happening, what was not happening. Um, you know. Uh, training for your whole life to to get to the pinnacle events and that sort of thing is something that you know I know very well what it's like and and, and what it's like to miss out on uh, missing out on 2012 myself um, as an athlete. But 
Yeah, the, the vibe around the team is, well, everyone's in the same boat. Um, it's just time to, you know, put that behind us, use it as a more advantage for another year of preparation and, and, and take it from there and just, you know, go onwards and upwards. Well, Rambo, you and I were actually meant to be going as well, and we were oh, putting in some pretty hard yards. Well, I'm, on not, the I'm not quite sure if that was, was officially pub. signed off, uh, Georgie, but that's all right. Any, any chance for you to mention another Olympic visit? But yeah, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we were meant to be going, so we can understand is what it was like. How disappointed we were as supporters, let we alone flat. athletes. Yeah. Just can't drink all those beers, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> I was looking forward was to another opening ceremony. Those are always great events to sit and watch from home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was one of the greatest experiences of my life, that's for sure. I mean, the Com Games was, you know, awesome as well and everything, and that's a, a, the pinnacle event for some sports, but wa- walking out and having Animeers holding our flag and just the roar of the cloud, crowd or the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie as we're walking through the um, uh, through the stadium or the, or the athlete shoot was just, um, it gives me tingles on my arms every time I uh, think about it, so, yeah. That was Rio, of course, yeah. and... Uh... And you're a diver now, Grant. Now, how the hell do, does someone get into diving? Is it just is it as simple as just going from your backyard pool and then all of a sudden you, you're going off 10 metres doing 80,000 flips? Or <laughs> Well, definitely all of that, all of the above. Um, uh, my mother was a very good gymnast, um, competed for South Africa um, at, at an international uh, level. Um, and my dad was also a very good athlete as well. So I guess that's where it sort, sort of started. Um, so I started gym when I was four and then... Um, this was still when we were living in South Africa. And then I broke both my hands in a very bad gym accident. Ooh. And um, yeah, so I couldn't do gym for a, a long time. I'm in cast and that sort of thing. And you know, I couldn't really do anything. And when I got out of it, my school had started a diving program. And I just sort of fell into that. And I won South African Nationals that year. And then we moved over to Australia. And I won Australian Nationals that year. And then became naturalized a couple of years later. And com- been competing for Australia ever since. It always so. starts with tragedy. It always starts it does. with tragedy. There's no greatness <laughs> yes, that has not been awarded good... with a couple of just, multiple, just, multiple limb fractures. Just like this coronavirus at the moment, I've got a pin in my hand at the moment that I'm getting taken out <laughs> this afternoon. It's, you know, I haven't been able to have fun outside like everyone else. It's like <laughs> a podcast of coronavirus tragedies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you did mention you're from South Africa and Slug, you had a question. Uh, I was going to get you to ask it, but I think you should fire away now on, uh, on Grant's surname, Nell. <laughs> Well, Grant, now for those of you who are familiar with South African cricket in the in the mid-2000s, which I know most of our listeners are, the famous fast bowler uh, by the name of Andre Nell, uh, he was as crazy as a cut snake. And I'm just wondering, I'm not sure how many people live in South Africa, actually. So were your next-door neighbours with your relative oh, there? Or? Oh, I mean, you know, was, I, I wish I could say he was my uncle, but, you know, funny you say that. I actually brought my cricket trophy. <laughs> right now, this this is one I got. This is this is probably my prized possession. I got six for twelve uh, back in on the sixth of November two thousand. So that I would have Very put good. into shame, I think. So this is my prized possession. Never mind the Olympic it's like, jacket. Are we, That's it's my, like, should uh, we just uh, go on a tour of our places with all our cricket trophies, or maybe we'll, just, we'll leave that uh, out? Yeah, um, mine are all behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I've got a lot of we don't need Very you next now. year certificates. <laughs> Georgie, have you ever taken yeah, well. a six foot or? Oh, no, clearly uh, not. Okay. <laughs> Felix, wait, we've had, Felix has had plenty of sixes, so we don't need to ask him. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> we'll go from career highlights, uh, Grant, to career lowlights now. Uh, there's a piece of footage that you yourself directed me to 
um, from yourself diving at the Glasgow Commonwealth Games. We'll cut to it now. But unfortunately, you know, this dive, didn't expect him to do it. He was meant to complete a front three and a half, four and a half somersault, sorry, but only did a three and a half somersault. So it was an automatic fail dive. Um, zero points on the board and was on the back foot from then. He did come back very strongly, but wasn't strong enough to make the final, unfortunately. Now, now you say that's actually one of your career highlights, mate, because of all the views it's had on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, look, there's been some pretty good wipeouts. That one was... Uh... You have your embarrassing moments, and that's for sure. That was definitely one of them. Um, there's, a, there's a couple really good ones uh, you can actually look on YouTube as well. I mean, that, that Glasgow one is, is one of the first things you see when you when you search uh, Grant now, that's for sure. There's also a brilliant one on, on, on the Texas A&M platform when I was there as an athlete, and that was me wiping out off a, off a handstand off the 10-meter. And, and the footage on there is just someone on their phone, but ESPN gave me a plaque because I won not top 10 for the week because it was at our SEC championship. <laughs> there they you were, go. They were replaying the, the slap, you know, from all the different camera angles and, and the above and, and, and my facial expression. And yeah, it's pretty funny. There's, there's been some Fantastically ones, done. Sure. No, we love it. We love a uh, not the top 10 uh, contributor. Felix, Georgie, any embarrassing moments from your uh, professional careers that you can match? Grant on. Yeah, well, I think the, the cool thing about mine is mine goes over a long period of time. Like, my entire professional right. career probably goes into my uh, <laughs> most embarrassing moment. But look, we got out of it pretty quick, and here I am. Yeah, my standards are so low that I don't really get embarrassed too often. Georgie, um, keep, it, keep it PG. We're, we're talking about support yeah. here. <laughs> no, I, I don't have anything quite like that. That's, um, that's really, you didn't do what you wanted to do there at all oh but also there's times when you're wearing the wrong size bathers you see that for instance in this uh in this sports bet ad we have that, that they were like this big right <laughs> at the olympics they were this big <laughs> ah, the reason for that is so that your rudder doesn't come out if you know what i mean <laughs> that's happened a few times is... on tv so you're saying our wardrobe team didn't look after you <laughs> no i think that's why i've Probably got so much more hype since. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of, if those if those who uh, haven't noticed yet, Grant is uh, also a gold medalist for Australia in the synchronised bomb diving at the Elite Average Games. Um, fantastic effort by yourself, mate. Uh, the the Thanks. silly salmon into a horsey. Uh, you mentioned <laughs> yeah. it's all kind of blown up. Have you got much fanfare out of that one? Oh, I'd be walking down the street, going to go for a coffee here in Torquay, and uh, yeah, oh, Davo, that's you, mate. Or <laughs> well, even even my wife, her, um, her, her, you know, people come up to me, oh, you're Davo's wife, aren't you? You know the guy from the sports bed ad. Like, give us what? a bonus. Yes. <laughs> yeah, had, had more coverage out of this than I did competing at, at the Olympics. It's been awesome. Well, we do know it's elite average games Olympics. Uh, exactly. You know, one is clearly more high profile than the other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You did mention uh, Texas A&M there, mate. You did went to college there in the States for a little while. Yeah. Um, you've got a nice sort of... You're also a Denver Broncos fan, I believe, in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, quite a big fan of the Broncos. And then for a little time, the Dolphins there when Johnny Manziel was there. Um, I was lucky enough as a student athlete to room with him for a year. Oh. Um, yeah, jeez. Well, I've all, all other podcasts, then we're going to go, go to that one. Um, <laughs> we might have to book that in. Yeah. If we can get, if uh, we can get uh, Johnny Money on there as well at the same geez. time, that'd be a bigger uh, laugh. Yeah, jeez, that was fun. Um, yeah, but, <laughs> but uh, Von Miller's a, a great bloke, and I've, I've been trying to follow his career quite a lot. Um, we've got, you know, 
stories of us walking through College Station with a couple of other football players, getting up into the DJ booths and spraying the crowd with champagne. That sort of stuff is a bit of fun. But no, the Broncos did did pretty good uh, in 2015 when they won the uh, uh, the uh, Super Bowl. Um, but you know, since then, we haven't really had a a good good few years. Um, we did uh, get Jeremy, what was his name? Julie, I guess from or Judy Jerry from Judy. Alabama Judy. this year. Yeah, that's right. Which would be pretty good. So he's, uh, oh, they reckon he's the best rate runner in the a route runner. Sorry. Um, yeah. Which is uh, going to be pretty good. And then also one of my one of the guys to follow, I reckon, would be Justin um, Matabuki, and he's gone to the Ravens from uh, Texas A and M. So some some good names out there. And I, I love my my college football, um, but I also do love my uh, NFL as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I think uh, Rambo's just jumped out for a second, but um, I did want to ask you a question about Texas A&M. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big fan of college football, and obviously yeah. Broncos myself. I'm wearing my Broncos hat. I know um, you guys can't see me, but the listeners at home, I uh, will be able to. <laughs> Von Miller fans. <laughs> oh, they're listening while they're watching. Um, I'm a massive Von Miller fan. I might have to get myself some of those Olympic speedos if we keep talking about him. Uh, runners out, but I did want to question. <laughs> Apparently, you've got a bit of a story about Von Miller from back in the day at A and M, and I would love to hear about it. Yeah, um, so I, I guess one thing about divers and football players is their body types are completely different. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm looking all big over here, you know, behind my camera, but compared to Von, I'm sort of like this. <laughs> And we would walk through, so the bar district in College Station is called Northgate. And one of the other divers or my roommate, his name was Cam, him and I just for some reason got to know a few of the football players and we were the two smallest guys on the athletic team and Vaughn and and then Ryan Vaughn were the two biggest guys, you know. And um, we would walk through College Station except we would have, they would have us on their shoulders. So we would be walking down this bar district bar district and then into clubs and we would they would literally just keep us on their shoulders like we were their big teddy bears or or the little teddy bears so to speak so no we've had a had a few good times with them and then some some good uh beer pong tournaments and that sort of thing oh, it'd be more days. impressive if you had him on your shoulders <laughs> no that's a big dude <laughs> i know my limits broken hands that could have been some broken half femurs if we go that way exactly <laughs> That's right. Well, the Broncos uh, for Slug and Grant uh, are only at 50 bucks to win the Super Bowl uh, this year. I think they're about 10 bucks to win the AFC West, obviously one of the toughest divisions in football right now. Yeah. Uh, but we wish them luck, mate. Um, I think while Absolutely. we're talking just a little bit about bar crawling, um, you know, you might you might have to say no to this question, but uh, any great yarns from the, the famous Olympic Village in Rio? <laughs> um... <laughs> Jeez, there were some good parties. Uh, Red Red Bull took us out to a, a private island, and the whole building was made of glass. Very and they nice. had DJ, DJ Tiesto there, and um, so we, we were all ferried out there. Well, some of us were, and uh, we were up on the again. For some reason, I love when I go out to clubs, getting behind with the DJ and and, and just <laughs> opening bottles of champagne and spraying everyone. <laughs> I guess that's my sort of thing that I do when I go out. Um, but uh, either that or the Heineken Village um, was, was, was incredible. Um, you know, everyone's sort of getting loose and, and just enjoying uh, the celebrating, you know, becoming an Olympic, uh, Olympian or, or, you know, just, just being there for, for the party, yeah, I, I guess. 
That'll, that'll be us, Georgie, hopefully, just being there for the party. I'd probably yeah. avoid the nightclub made of glass, personally, just uh, <laughs> for my own safety. But uh, just in terms yeah. of the Olympic Village, of course, you, you've got people on yeah. all different levels of, of outside success. Was there one particular Absolutely. athlete that you looked, you watched him, him or her, just going room to room throughout the Olympics and you just thought, man, this guy <laughs> is getting it done. They're four by 100 <laughs> Relating, yeah, Jamaican relating. Uh, <laughs> oh, look, there was there was a few of them out there, but I mean, there was quite a few in the news with uh, some of the Brazilian divers. Actually, the female divers. I don't know if you guys remember that one of them kicking her roommate out for because she wanted to get some. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, other than that, I don't know. You know, you know, don't don't kiss and tell. I guess is what they say. Uh, so. He's no snitch. Damn it. Very well played, Grant. <laughs> Very know, well played, cool. mate. Straight bat. You can bat as well as uh, do yeah, something yeah. with the ball. That's it, that's it. Well, hopefully you weren't I doing that in the Olympic that. Village though with that much fun. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 right. we'll, we'll get into some dangerous areas here with Felix. Who would have known? Uh, Grant, that's mate, fun. we want to we'll, we'll let you go. <laughs> Apparently, you've got to go to the hospital to get that pin out today. Yep. So uh, all the very best with that. You're an, uh, an Olympian, a Com Games medalist, and you're also an elite average games Australian hero, mate. Thank you for joining us on the Give Me Something podcast. All the best. No worries, and, uh, guys. We'll chat to you soon about that Johnny Manziel. Yeah, yeah, great. yeah great. Have, have a great day, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having Better me. Better run off and get that pin out so you can fit back into those bathers, Grant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Well done, Felix. Thanks. Uh, well, a little bit of jealousy there from Felix creeping through, I reckon, yeah. because uh, <laughs> we finally got a guest on. Uh, he still failed to deliver, uh, but it was good to see Grant come to the party. And Felix, you assure us tomorrow. I, I, 100%. Look, I could literally, I'll put my, I don't know what I can actually put on the line. I don't own much, Rambo, but 100%, this is coming through. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> yes, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> So we're just we're back. Uh, we've said goodbye to Grant and Georgie assures us she knows a lot of Olympians, um, which is which is handy. It took uh, two seconds. Times. <laughs> no. Oh. oh, I hate you guys. Seriously. Because we're not Olympians. Oh, 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 wow, you are so oh, elite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that is the point of the Olympics. Uh, but we'll throw to you, Georgie, for our first bet of the day. I believe you're going to rock some basketball basketball for us this morning. I am, because I thought that Felix hasn't delivered on his guest all week. I thought he might not know anything about his chosen sport of basketball either. So I've gone to the Taiwanese basketball. Um, It's the final game of their seven-match series. But it's really six-match series of their finals because it's against Taiwan Beer versus Yulon Luxgen Dinos. And they have a seven-game series, but the first game... It goes to the winner of the, the league. So they already go in with a one league, one nil head start, which is to Taiwan Beer. Pardon, Slug? I said that's bizarre. Oh, it is bizarre. You're a little rattled I think there, you're a seven match. <laughs> yeah, I am because you guys are flogs. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, so Taiwan Beer, which is everyone's favourite beer, of course, they went down to uh, two nil early in the series. But then they had two really convincing wins. They lost uh, on Tuesday, um, where the Dino just had two really good quarters, um, which cost them the game. They're still going in as hot favourites into this match with a price of $1.56. Yulon is $2.30. The line is just 3.5. I think take Taiwan Beer at the line uh, to give it a bit more value at $1.88 there. And as well, I'm looking at the over-under market. It's 172.5. Now, there's only one match that's gone over that score this series, and that was match six. But 
There was one player for Yulon who scored 46 points. So uh, that's Marcus Keane, the Central Michigan player. So I think that I'll be looking at Taiwan Beer there for the line for the win and looking at the unders to keep in mind as well. Yeah, unfortunately, well done, unfortunately, I can't give you a whack there, Georgie. You're on. You're on point. Oh, thank you. That's actually really Psych. nice to hear. <laughs> <laughs> the key word in that, that I picked up in that, Georgie, was value. That's what we like to see here. Give me something. Uh, I'm giving you. you double money today, punters. We've got the uh, the line and the total. Felix, can you match that from GP? Oh, yes, I'll tell you what. We talk about value. This could be some of the best value we get on this one. UFC 249 coming up. Finally, it's been announced. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to work my way over the next few Give Me Something episodes or about eight Give Me Something episodes until we get to the fight night, which I believe is on May 10. I'm going to go through the entire card and try to find some value in each fight because we know it isn't just Ferguson versus Gaethje. There's a whole lot of fights going on. So Bryce Mitchell versus Charles Rossa is going to be the first one. And some may remember Bryce Mitchell from when he cut his ball sack open with a power tool. <laughs> now, I can assure you on ac- it was on accident. It was on purpose. He'd Have be a- you tried it as well? Uh, yeah, I gave it a crack, but mine was a little too tough. Um, now, he did this on accident. If it was on purpose, he'd be about a dollar one to win this fight. And good luck finding anyone to find him. But it was an absolute accident. Now, there's a reason this fight is the first one on the books. Both unbelievable fighters, but they're going to be rolling around on the mat all night. They work via submission. We all know that. Kabir, but Nagamadov, no one wants to watch these submission fights. So it is, even though they're good fighters and they deserve to be on the card, they're going to be first up because yeah, it's not as entertaining. But Bryce Mitchell in the head-to-head market, a little bit more polished. Both these fighters win around 75% of their fights via submission. So I don't know what the traders are thinking here. And, and Rambo, fellas, we do remember, I've found some value before on the UFC and the boxing markets and they'd come, they've come off. I think we've got some again here. You're going to have to put down two bets. But Rosa to win by submission is at $8.50. Mitchell to win by submission is at $3.75. Now, neither of these fighters have ever been great stand-up fighters. So in the weird coronavirus setup and, and lack of training they've been able to do, I could probably assure you they haven't gotten better in that department. So they are going to be rolling on the, on the ground doing exactly what they know what to do, which for both of them is Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So this fight will end in submission. So you take both sides here, you leave a winner. Very nicely done, Felix, and uh, it's uh, brilliant to hear um, that we've actually got some live sport to look forward oh, to, although yeah. it's going to be a bit weird, uh, a UFC without any crowd. I'm sure if anyone watched WrestleMania, that was a disaster in terms of just the atmosphere, but um, yeah, usually they get quite pumped up from the, the crowd around the octagon, so you could be right, they might be a little bit more conservative and uh, just rolling around on the mat uh, looking for a submission. Slug, can you back that up? He did, he did deliver some value there, Felix. Uh, what have you got for us, Slugger? That's great value. Uh, I'm, I'm going to look at the darts today. I've had about three minutes to, to research because I was thrown at the last minute under and probably about to embarrass myself, which is actually <laughs> my senior footy games as well. So pretty much used to it. Um, not at a high level of um, sport as these other two guys we've mentioned, Rambo. Uh, a lot of my A-grade cricket career started just because my brother played um, and he was able to get a lift to the game. So, <laughs> so I'm going to take a look at another elite-level athlete, though. I'm following in Shug from yesterday, looking at Jared Cole. Um, Shug got behind him yesterday, wanted to get his um, Twitter followers up to 1,000 from 680. I'm not too sure who Shug texted, but we got him up to 688. So <laughs> we're going to continue this push. It may take until December 2021, but we'll keep cracking at it. Um, 
Jared's taking on a bloke by the name of Justin Smith. So I'm not normally into omen bets, um, but Rambo, you and I know a bloke named Justin Smith who spends a lot of time in pubs, but I can tell you that he's not practicing his darts at all. <laughs> There's a bit of value at $2.25 for Jared. All Santa brought me was Cole. Um, I strongly advise more than 30 seconds research, though, before before backing him in. But I think as a good omen bet, 225 is the way to go. So if you could also jump on Twitter to punch in Jared Cole 180, that's J-A-R-R-E-D, Cole 180. Let's get him up to 1,000 followers. I want to see more than eight so that I can brag to uh, Shook tomorrow. Jared Cole 180. I'm going to do that as soon as this is over, Slugger. It's fantastic advice. Let's, let's really get the... The great man up there. Another great bet from you, Slug. Uh, I'm going to go to Nicaraguan uh, Premier Division. For those who've listened to me on the podcast before, they'll know this is one of my great loves in this um, COVID times. And I've also managed to nick this from under Felix's nose about five minutes ago. So that'll give me great pleasure in tipping you in here. A bit of value. We're into the playoffs, team. So second round of the playoffs. The winners of these two go into the finals. Uh, we're done with the first leg. We're into the second leg. We've got Managau versus Walter Ferretti. Uh, I know you'll be familiar with these names, Slug, after doing the under-20s comp yesterday. Uh, but we're going into the second leg here, nil all. Uh, Managawa at home, and they're unbeaten in their last 14. Um, and they're just unbeatable at home as well. I think in 14 of their last 18 home games, they've considered under one and a half goals, including six clean sheets. Uh, so that all points to a Managau FC to win and under two and a half goals is a big, fat, juicy three bucks. Get around that one. And if you're looking for a little bit more value in the other uh, final, Rail Esteli uh, hosting Engine FC. They take a 1-0 lead back to their building after the first leg. Also, uh, very tight at the back, Rail Esteli. Five clean sheets at home uh, in a row. bit like your form, Felix at the moment, so we're looking at the unders <laughs> in this match uh, as well, but I reckon we'll just give it a bit of a twist to get some value there. Real Esteli to keep a clean sheet uh, for the sixth straight time, they'll be at $1.72, so if you want something a bit larger, go the three bucks. If you want something a bit skinnier, the $1.72 is on the shelves there for you to take it. Uh, it's been a great show, guys. Georgie, you want to lead us off with a review of our tips and we'll build this multi. We've got Taiwan beer at the line and then under markets in the match. Perfect, Felix. For the multi's sake, I'm going to go with Mitchell to win via submission at 375. Love it. I'm taking Jared Cole at $2.25 to beat Justin Smith. We love Jared Cole. And I've got uh, Managawa FC to uh, win in under two and a half goals at $3. So a bit of value on there in all different departments, punters. Any last thoughts? Ladies and gentlemen. I had a quick question. So, um, Managara taking on Walter Ferretti, is that correct? That's correct. Well, I'd assume they're going to do well against one old Italian man. <laughs> I did mention every time I see that on the Sportsman at Walter Ferretti, I think of my like first soccer coach ever, who was like the grandfather of uh... one of the other players <laughs> in the team. <laughs> they were just hobbled around yelling at us in Italian. <laughs> little Nicaraguan fact before we go as well. Did you know that their president just went missing for 30 days as soon as this coronavirus hit? Wow. Just, just, uh, just vanished, said, we'll deal with this later, and then just appeared and said, everything is fine. He's read ScoMo's book. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a Dennis Rodman just going, needs a bit of a break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah word was he was with Carmen Electra. <laughs> Good luck to him. 
Well, we've, uh, nice, we've talked boys. Vegas, we've talked Olympics, we've talked everything from uh, Taiwanese baseball, basketball, and uh, Nicaraguan <laughs> presidents. Another great episode of Give Me Something. Thank you, team, and uh, all you people out there. Thanks for listening, and always gamble responsibly.